An outage leaves thousands of AT&T customers without cell phone service for hours. We dig into the number of Texans affected and why an outage like this on this scale could feel familiar for some. And today was our warmest day since October, but it won't last long in your first morning forecast. An uncertain future facing an Austin icon. Why Waterloo Records could move from the spot it's occupied for decades. Well, cell phone service has been restored to most of the people who lost service in sweeping outages earlier this morning. AT&T still hasn't said what caused it all. The city of Austin and first responder agencies say they were not impacted, but as KXN's Grace Reader shares, many of you were. Thousands of you woke up Thursday morning without something you're probably now realizing you rely on pretty heavily, cell service. AT&T had major outages nationwide, including here in Austin. I definitely had issues with my personal phone, which definitely affected communication. I usually use Google Maps. He wasn't alone. We got dozens of responses from you, saying you missed virtual meetings, were without GPS, and couldn't call your work. And I just figured that anywhere I didn't have Wi-Fi, I was going to have no communication whatsoever. For Jackson Good, a delivery driver at Tiff's Treats, he says phones were down at the shop Thursday morning. Nothing worse than being without a working phone and without cookies. Luckily, our work phones that we use for delivery were still able to connect to um, a different service, um, but it definitely made things difficult if we needed to reach our store. Um, I wasn't even able to use my personal phone to call my manager as a backup, so it made communication you know, pretty difficult uh, while we were out on the road. But Good says communicating with his manager wasn't the only worry that bubbled to the surface. It gives me some concern in regards to access to emergency services. That's something several of you also asked about. I have units already on the way that should be there shortly. A reminder that even without being connected to a service, you can still call 911. That's why your phone may have given you this little SOS notification. But without service, operators can can't track your location or call you back. So Austin police say don't hang up and provide the most important information like location at the beginning of the call. But as for those other services, navigation for example, you might just be out of luck. Yeah, I guess we would just have to end up doing things the old-fashioned way, maybe get out some pen and some paper. Grace Reader, KXAN News. And a reminder for folks, Apple phones have what's called an SOS mode. So an NBC News article broke it all down for us. Now, if you have an emergency contact listed in your phone, they will get a text message with your location should you call 911. And on later models of iPhones, you can also text with emergency services in SOS mode. And going in depth, all four major Texas metro areas saw some of the largest outage reports in the country. Now, we looked at data from Down Detector, which tracks outage reports across the U.S., and it shows the peak of the service outage came around 8.30 this morning. During that time, Houston saw most in the state with about 2,000 reports. Dallas saw the second highest with over 1,700 reports. San Antonio was next with about 1,400, and Austin saw a little more than 1,000. Digging a little deeper, if you were a T-Mobile customer back in the early days of the pandemic, you might have been impacted by another huge service outage. According to Reuters, that outage lasted for 12 hours in June of 2020. An FCC investigation found that outage disrupted calling and texting across the country, resulting in at least 250 million fail calls with 23,000 calls to 911 also failing across the US. The investigation found that equipment failure and a Reuter issue 
a router issue that rather contributed to the mass outage. Okay, we want to take everybody outside because we are looking at absolute perfection today. <laughs> I mean, it's stunning. Look at these bluebird days. Oh my gosh, sunny, warm. What's not to love? Oh, I wish we were out there, huh? And there's something very special about the weather today. As <laughs> Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans is here to tell us. Warmest day of the year and one degree shy of 90 on oh Lake Austin goodness. today. Officially, we hit 88 at Camp Mabry, and that's still where temperatures stand at this hour. Notice that is 20 degrees warmer than normal, as promised last night, but it's still not quite a record for today. It's 86 now. Temperatures starting to come down in the 5 p.m. update in Austin. Uh, not as warm today in Mason at 79. We'll talk about why the warmest air setup in Austin coming up in just a bit. It has to do with these winds still blowing at 25 miles per hour from the west in town. Winds will slowly subside through the rest of the evening. See the camera shaking a little bit. Lake Austin, where we almost hit 90 today, it's the place to be. A little traffic on Pennybacker Bridge from our Lorenz and Lorenz 360 camp. Coming up, the winds shift tonight, which will actually cool us off. We'll take a look toward your weekend temperatures and an eye on our next storm by the end of the month. All right, David, thank you very much. An iconic Austin business says a changing downtown is forcing it out. Waterloo Records has been in its spot on North Lamar for more than 30 years, but that could likely change. Back in 2019, Endeavor Real Estate Group bought the site where the Austin staple stands. The owner of Waterloo Records says the real estate group plans to redevelop the site into a high-rise, forcing the store to consider options to maybe move to another spot. But there is still time to figure something out. The Austin Business Journal says the high-rise construction could start in about three years, and the move could also be temporary. According to Austin Business Journal reporter we spoke with today. There is a chance that um, they can return. So Endeavor Real Estate has kind of like opened up their uh, hands and said, hey, once we finish our redevelopment here, uh, build our top, our tower that we want to, to raise here, you can come back and have a, a piece of, uh, yeah, come back and, you know, open up shop again. Um, but there is, of course, a chance that they can pick another site somewhere else. So the future is really unwritten when okay. it comes to that. Now, Waterloo Records has been at its current location since 1989 and has seen an uptick in sales in recent years. A contract that would bring a thorough review of the homelessness services offered by several agencies across the city of Austin has apparently been canceled. Interim City Manager Jesus Garza sent out a memo this morning to City Council members and Mayor Kirk Watson saying Austin will not move forward with the McKinsey and Company contract. In the memo, the interim city manager said, changes in participation among agencies have led to difficulties in putting together a comprehensive review of homelessness services offered up by the city. We hope you join us tonight at 10 because we'll have a closer look at what went into this decision to kill the contract. Home sales rose to start the year. Sales of previously owned homes rose to 4 million units in January. That is a 3.1% increase according to the National Association of Real now, the uptick was boosted by the lower mortgage interest rates in November and December. The median existing home price for all housing types last month was just over $379,000 nationwide. That is an all-time high for the month of January. First-time buyers made up just 28% of sales. Historically, they make up about 40%, but a lack of lower-priced homes for sale is hitting those buyers the hardest. Texas gas prices dropped this week as fuel prices turn slightly cheaper. According to AAA, the statewide average is $2.87. That is $0.07 cents less than this time last week. Drivers in El Paso pay the most for gas at a little over $3 a gallon. In Austin, drivers spend just above the statewide average at $2.87 a gallon and Lubbock drivers currently see the most wallet friendly prices at the pump 
with a gallon of regular unleaded fuel costing $2.61. A piece of Texas history returns to the Alamo. How this historic letter provides a window into the Lone Star State's past and when you can take a look at it yourself. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson levies an accusation of human smuggling against a charity. The wider implications this case could have on other nonprofits working to help migrants. Toyota announces a major recall affecting thousands. The issue behind the recall and which models need to be taken in for an update. If you get a chance to visit the Alamo sometime over the next month, you'll get to check out a rare site. The Texas Land Commissioner announced that this piece of Texas history is making its return to the historic mission. You're looking at an original letter written by William B. Travis, which is on loan to the Alamo from the Texas State Library. The letter is addressed to the people of Texas and all Americans and the world and contains his impassioned plea for aid to the Alamo garrison. This is only the second time the letter has been displayed since the battle for the Alamo in 1836. This piece of Texas history is going up on display in the Alamo exhibit at the Ralston Family Collection Center in San Antonio starting tomorrow and you can see it until March 24th. Toyota is recalling nearly 280,000 vehicles due to a transmission issue. Now, the affected vehicles include 2023 and 2024 Toyota Sequoia SUVs, 2022 Toyota Tundra pickups, and Lexus LX 600 SUVs. Toyota says vehicles can roll forward when they're not supposed to. The company says dealerships will fix the issue with a free software update. If you're flying JetBlue anytime soon and need to check a bag, be warned the airline has joined a growing list of carriers hiking fees for checked bags. The airline now charges $35 for the first bag, 50 bucks for the second if it's checked at least 24 hours before the flight departs. If the bag is checked less than 24 hours before departure, the fees are $10 higher. The changes apply to domestic routes as well as flights to Canada, Latin America, and the Caribbean. According to the air carrier, wages, fuel, and other operating expenses are the reason for the changes. This week, American Airlines announced its checked bag fees would rise, and Alaska Airlines had already announced similar increases as well. Well, today's weekly drought monitor update showing no change between the drought conditions west of I-35 last week and those this week. But we do have some rain in sight eventually. We'll have that and a cold front tonight coming up next. Attorney General Ken Paxton is looking to shut down an El Paso Catholic charity that has cared for and sheltered migrants for nearly half a century. And it comes as the AG accused the group of helping people in the country illegally, which the charity denies. Our Monica Madden looks into what the broader implications could be for groups assisting migrants. And we're all impacted by this, not just people on the border, not just people in Texas. Attorney General Ken Paxton is often focused on illegal immigration. People across the country are all going to pay for this. And now he's accusing El Paso Charity Annunciation House of aiding in that. Ken Paxton and Greg Abbott are targeting our community. Part of the plan is to intimidate organizations so that they don't want to help. The group provides services to migrants after Border Patrol has processed and released them. But Paxton is accusing Annunciation House of several offenses, like human smuggling and operating stash houses. In a statement saying federally funded NGOs, quote, facilitate astonishing horrors while my office works to hold those organizations responsible for worsening illegal immigration. The Catholic charity fired back, saying the AG's efforts are, quote, illegal, immoral, and anti-faith. And without organizations like Annunciation House, we would have seen 
more of the kind of humanitarian crisis that we have seen in the past with people sleeping on the streets. NGOs actually provide significant transportation and logistic support for Border Patrol. And without that coordination, it will have spillover effects to the cities and the state. Immigration experts say if the AG's lawsuit is successful, it could have broader implications on similar NGOs and worsen the humanitarian crisis in border communities. NGOs likely will take this action as a way to reduce how they operate. But in the long term, uh, those cities are going to depend and likely going to need the state to step in. Monica Madden, KXAN News. And late last night, an El Paso District Court gave Annunciation House an extension until March 7th so it can continue operations. The executive director and founder will be speaking out tomorrow at a news conference. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, what a March or April-like day with two locations on Lake Austin and Longhorn Dam on Ladybird Lake almost hitting 90 this afternoon. West winds and sunny skies up here with some bad traffic on the Whittlesea Landscape Supply Cam north of town in Round Rock. I told you a moment ago I'd explain why it got so hot today. Well, first thing, west wind blows downhill toward Austin. That heats up the air. The second thing, though, is what we discussed would happen last night. This funny-looking yellow thing called a dry line brings in really dry air sometimes in the springtime humidity 11 percent in austin under 10 percent in dripping springs feels like the desert out there dry air is easier to heat up than moist air like we have out there on highway 77 that's reason number two for today's heat and that's also why the hottest air was not out in mason county today it's 81 there 78 in cherokee but instead when that west wind hits the edge of the hill country and moves downhill that's when it really really heats up and that's why Austin was so warm 86 still downtown 83 in Georgetown and Cedar Park east of I-35 you can see that moist air holding temperatures down from Giddings down to Fayette County but it's 87 in Cedar Creek 86 right now in Bastrop according to our partners Climate Central they analyzed today's temperatures and the likelihood of them happening before we started burning fossil fuels for energy and transportation and apparently temperatures like this this time of year are now twice as likely as they used to to be due to climate change. Not only are we watching that boundary of dry air under beautiful sunny skies today, but the more familiar old cold front. This one is coming our way tonight from the Dallas area with some slightly cooler and dry air behind it. Notice, I say slightly, it's almost 90 down on the border, only 68 in Oklahoma City, 62 in Amarillo. It indeed looks like we will confidently get through this February without the epic February freeze that we've become so accustomed to. Great news. Temperatures this evening, very warm and comfortable with west and northwest winds still blowing. Overnight tonight, it's really just a subtle shift to a north wind as the cool front moves through quietly. No rain, no dramatic effects from it. Just a cooler start tomorrow in the upper 40s to lower 50s. Northerly breezes not too strong tomorrow, but enough to keep temperatures down in the 70s. Still a lot warmer than normal for this time of the year. Mid-70s tomorrow in Bastrop and Giddings. The weekend weather, fantastic. Dry air and comfortable temperatures on Saturday, 78, as many folks flock to Q2 Stadium for the Austin FC opener. On Sunday, it's breezy, a little bit warmer. Still another really great spring day with a high of 81. So tonight, we're watching that northerly wind shift under clear skies. It'll be turning cooler on a very comfortable evening, 53 by morning in town. Tomorrow, 76. That's more than 10 degrees cooler than today, but still about 10 degrees above average for this time of the year. Here's that nice weekend warm-up with a couple of nice chilly mornings, 48 in town on Saturday morning. Next week, we can now see toward the end of the month, 
Thursday, it's a leap year, February 29th in sight. We've got a minor storm clipping our area with some cooler air and hardly much rain. We're thinking maybe a tenth or a quarter of an inch from a few showers that move through. Otherwise, high temperatures next Thursday drop to the 60s. David, thanks very much. Talks over a joint bill to fund Ukraine aid and border security remain stalled. President Joe Biden says he's open to a compromise deal, but Republicans first want border security guarantees beyond the bipartisan deal worked out in the Senate, which recently failed. Now, the Senate deal failed primarily over Republican opposition. Some Senate Republicans who still support the effort say it's now on House Republicans to make something work. Last week, Russian forces beat back Ukrainian troops following a battle for the city of Avdivka, the administration says without more money to help support Ukraine, Russian battlefield successes are more likely. But the chances of a deal getting worked out between the House and the Senate is still a long shot, leaving both the border and Ukraine really in limbo. Congress is not currently in session, so it's unclear when they could take any action. Well, more secrets of the deep unlocked by researchers. A first look at some of the newest discoveries made in the South Pacific. <laughs> News Nation tomorrow, an unbalanced special. On the eve of the critical South Carolina primary, Leland Vittert goes one-on-one -on -one with former Governor Nikki Haley, why she's staying in the race, and how she thinks she can win the Republican nomination tomorrow at 7 Eastern on News Nation. Tomorrow, a major step forward to reveal what the government really knows about UFOs, new rules for federal agencies, what information they have to fork over, and when. News Nation investigative journalist Ross Coldhart joins Chris Live with the new details. Tomorrow on Cuomo, 8, 7 Central, only on News Nation. To find News Nation, go to joinnn.com. A staff strike at the Eiffel Tower in Paris continued for its fourth consecutive day. Visitors were greeted this morning by a large screen announcing the strike, saying the tower is closed. Union members say the city of Paris is underestimating the cost that goes into the work planned for the monument ahead of the Olympic Games. The union says several structural elements of the tower have been rusting since it was last fully repainted 14 years ago. The workers have not indicated when they could end the strike. Well, all eyes are up right now on the moon as a lunar lander attempts to touch down on the surface. In fact, we could be just seconds away from this happening. This will mark the first time the U.S. has reached the moon's surface in nearly 50 years. The lander named Odysseus was built and operated by Houston company Intuitive Machines and is carrying cameras to capture the Milky Way from the moon's surface and six NASA experiments built to gather new lunar data. And there's something else on board. 125 miniature moon sculptures from the artist Jeff Koons, potentially the first approved artwork to make it to the moon. There have been several missions to the moon in recent years with few successes, with another company, Astrobotic Technology, failing a moonshot last month. Well, over 100 new underwater species have been discovered living underwater mountains in the South Pacific. According to researchers with the Schmidt Institute, used, they used an underwater robot that's capable of reaching depths of just under three miles and found several new mountains off the coast of Chile. There, they found a new species of deep sea corals, sea urchins, squat lobsters, glass sponges, and more. The Institute says it's launching another expedition tomorrow. Well, coming up tonight on KXAN, it's Law & Order Night. We've got the original at 7, then Law, Law & Order SVU at 8, Organized Crime at 9 o'clock, and then we're back with KXAN News at 10. Still no word on the lunar landing. We're watching. We're waiting. Join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin tonight. Here's where to find us.